Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. What's the biggest indicator of the strength of a college football program? Rivals has arrived. All right, welcome to another episode of Rivals. Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck. Big Buck. The Buck is in the town. In the town. In the town? <laughs> I don't know what that means. In the house. He's in the house. He's a, our house in the middle of our uh-huh. street. Our house. Hey, that's a good 80s song right yeah. there. Okay. Um, I'm really curious. What is the biggest indicator of the strength of a college football program? Is it the, the recruiting class? Is it the championships you win? Or is it the guys you put in the NFL? I think, buddy, I don't, and there's no doubt in my mind, hands down, it's the guys you put in the NFL. Really? Hands down. Come on. No, no. The, of the strength of your program? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. U, USC probably puts more guys in the pros. Do they have a strong program? Not right now. I know. But so I what, think, are you, what are you talking about? No, because I go back, like, you're, for, you're, you're back saying in the glory days, the, look, you look at Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, look at the final four teams in the playoffs. They're putting guys in the NFL. It all equates to the same. If you got guys going in the NFL like we did in 85 and we had like, and I'm not talking about guys who just got tryouts. I'm talking about guys that stuck in the NFL and got on an active roster. Guys who played in the played NFL. in the NFL. Active yes. roster and played, which is a huge difference. And I had, we had like seven off of our defense and like five off of our offense from the 85 team starters that played on rosters in the NFL. And that equated to championships. Those guys were involved in the national championship year, you know, being 11-2 and two and 85 and playing sit- Ohio State and beating the crap out of them in a losing effort. But, I mean, it's just it's those, those type of players, that, that affects the program. It, it equates to championships. It tells you how you're recruiting because if you have the ability to forecast players correctly – that's better, I think, than the two, three, four star, five star rating system that, you know, is such a roll of the dice that they have right now. You, mean you got five stars that totally flop or four stars that totally flop, and you have one and two stars that develop into NFL players. So I think it's the final product that's kicked out the end of the pipe. You know, you're jamming the pipe full of your college recruits at the start, but coming out the end of that pipe. So star, stars going in don't necessarily matter. No. I mean, it's a, you know what, it's a, it's a general indicator, Look, if you but have, it's not a perfect yeah, indicator. Sure, because there are guys, there's, there, there are, it's not an aberration, like one five-star guy never made it. Like, there have been a lot. Yeah. Uh, there, there have been a lot of 
no star, two star guys, that that's not an aberration on the other end. Yeah, those guys make it, and so you got the Jerry Rice's coming out it's, of it's, some unknown college sure. somewhere. It's it's how it's how these guys develop and grow. Yes, I mean you you are a, a perfect example of that. Yeah, I was you like, know, where, I don't know if you even give me a star coming yeah. from a high school of twenty five. Well, I'll give you a gold star class. on your forehead. I mean, I would be happy <laughs> for to the do size that. of my forehead. Well, okay, maybe I'd have to give you a couple of stars. I'll give you a cluster. We'll make we'll make like the the. Uh, the Big Dipper. The Big we'll make Dipper. The, we'll, make, yeah. we'll make stars, the Big Dipper stars in your – Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we'll put that on your forehead. Uh, yeah, so, so, so certainly the star isn't the ultimate indicator. It's, it's that a player goes to a school and they're well coached and they're developed yes. and the greatest, yeah. the greatest uh, potential they can reach is, is accomplished that's what, when they go to school. That is, dude, and that, so you, you put it very well. So you look at a school like USC and you go, they're not maximizing the talent that they're given. Absolutely not. And and you have to wonder, because a lot of these schools will just go, we got the best athletes. We're just, we're just going to show up on the field. We're just going to beat you because we're better. <laughs> exactly. Right? And where Kyle Whittingham at Utah goes, look, I know we're not better. So we got to outcoach you, we got to outwork you, we got to outdevelop you, outdevelop you, and they've and they've learned how to do that. That's what Utah has to do. That's what BYU has yeah. to do, and that's what right. Lavelle did so well. You know, at the height of his career, he was putting players in the NFL, which showed how he was developing them, like how he was spotting them, recruiting them, identifying them, their athleticism, their upside, and then putting them in a system. And out the end of that pipe, he was kicking out NFL players and championships. And and the reality of of uh, championships though is it's so arbitrary like it's just hard to win because you just don't line up on the field and say okay whoever (laughs) wins on the field is the best team right you know you have paul feinbaum who just goes yeah we don't want any utah who wants utah there right right and so it's just it's opinion based and it's not really it's not really indicative of the type of team you actually have so winning championships although it's nice, isn't necessarily the best indicator of how strong your program really is. I mean, you have Boise State, you have a Washington, you have a Utah. You have a lot of these schools that have really good, sound, strong programs, probably not going to win a championship, or it's extremely hard under this current format for for a team like that to even sniff it. But yet their programs are still really strong. Really strong. All right. Um, Well, Rivals has arrived. So you're agreeing with me. So you're saying there's a chance? You're saying there's a chance. Of it's course, about the, yes, no, I, I totally the, agree. The with NFL you. players yeah. kicking yeah. out that no. into that pipe. Yep. I think I think it's interesting. Okay, uh, this round of rivals is over. He's Jason Buck. I'm Scott Mitchell. We are powered by KSLSports.com. Find us on Facebook at the Rivals Podcast, Twitter at the Rivals Show, and until then, and I mean then, anytime then, do not act like Jason. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>